Hi guys, this is Julie and this is um, Semi-Balanced. I have with me three special awesome ladies, uh, Sylvia, Kim, and Kathleen of the Wicked Spir uh, Spiritual Podcast. It's a podcast about three soul sisters chatting about all things spiritual, metaphysical, and holistic. Ladies, um, you are going to totally dig these uh, girls, so I'm going to turn the floor over to them. Hi guys. Hey, Hi. how are you? I'm super. Thanks for how having us. We're excited. Yeah, I, I've been looking forward to this one for like, uh, when you guys said yes, and that was like maybe two, three weeks ago, we've been trying to plan something. I'm like, yeah, I was so psyched. <laughs> I listen to your podcast and I totally dig it. So um, I'm hoping that um, my listeners just gravitate your way because you guys have so much, so much to share with the world. And I'm just like, oh my God. So yeah, yay. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, the reason why we first got together anyways is we have a lot of similar similarities when it comes to our, our healing path. And, you know, our, we have a lot of things that kind of drew us together and we do kind of feed off of each other. We're three insane, crazy ladies who get together every <laughs> once in a while and we just decide to record and see what happens, you know, and every once in a while we have a plan. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's so fun just hanging out with your friends and just recording it and talking about all the, the weird stuff that, you know, people in my regular life um, don't really understand. So it's nice to kind of, um, talk about these topics with like-minded people mm -hmm. um you know all things spiritual all things holistic all things like female female right, <laughs> right. yeah all things survival. 100%. yeah 100% so. yes that's what I mean that's what started me is I was on a healing journey and it, it took me to my 40s to realize that I can heal and I'm like, I don't have to keep this in. Like, like I never, nobody really, you know, they don't teach us this stuff. And it's so shamed. Like I felt shamed. I felt a lot of shame talking about things that have happened in my past. And I'm like, so you just keep it in and you bury it down, which it keeps coming back up. And it's like, you know, it's like this never ending cycle in your body that just does so much harm. Yeah. And um, so when I realized, wow, we're allowed to let go and there's ways of this, um, I just wanted the world to know. So I kind of like started a podcast. That was my whole philosophy. And I tell my listeners, this is my journey, you know, join me. And it's amazing some of the feedback that I get that you and I have an audience and I want to say like 90% of them are it's all female. Um, 10% male do listen. And I'm like, okay, but like, for the most part, it, it is, it is female. So I'm like, there's a lot of women out there that have that same, you know, feeling of, you know, gosh, I can't talk about this, or it's, you know, like, but it is funny, you were saying you guys all gravitated to each other. But that's what happens as you start healing, like you're, you're, your squad just comes to you and you're like, it's the most weird thing in the entire world. It's like, wow, like, are you kidding me? It's somehow the universe just aligns you with these beautiful things. And you're like, oh, look, you know, I can talk and I could talk openly about anything mm -hmm. and not be like, oh, I just said something, you know, like, I shouldn't say because someone will look at me funny or something like that. And it takes all the shame and all the everything away. And it's like, wow, this, this is great. But yeah. And that's awesome that you've created a platform for people to listen to, to, you know, be able to respond back to you as openly as you, you speak to them openly. So, you know, that's, that's really awesome of you. And, you know, the, you were talking about earlier about just suppressing stuff and holding things in. And we don't realize this like at the time, but right. holding those things in causes a lot of damage, physical right. damage. Even though these are feelings and energetic like things that we we push down, 
they manifest into physical issues. And, you know, this is why a lot of women struggle with medical stuff. And then you go see a, a medical provider and they don't know what to tell you. And then they give you the runaround and, you know, and, and shame is a real thing to bury. Shame is one of the most dangerous things for us women to bury. And it causes a lot of, lot of damage. And of course, the society that, that we're in, that we're living in, you know, it's very misogynistic. You know, they want us to bury everything. They want us to feel shame for any of our experiences because we're just supposed to swallow it down and do what they tell us to do, right? So um, yes. I feel like there's definitely a shift in the last, you know, few years, especially, um, you know, we're, we're coming for them, you know, all of us, we're, we're coming for them, so. Yes, 100%, yay. <laughs> oh. It's also hard when you think about it, you know, our parents' generation were those folks that were taught to be seen and not heard, yes. right? So then they become parents who have no idea how to interact with their kids because they didn't, they didn't see that modeled for them, right? So hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, yeah. You know, so there are times where I just would love to shake my mother and say, you know, what in the world are you thinking? But I can't blame my mother for the way that she was raised, right? So now, like, I know better. I have to do better, both as a, a woman and as a mom, as a friend, as a community member. I've got to do better. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think there's a lot of unlearning that many of us have to do in order to get to that place of at least a neutral position, you know, get out of that place of feeling shame and, and regret and I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And, you know, I don't know about you ladies, but I go back to like third grade and have comeback lines, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh man, eight-year-old me could have said that. Um, but, you know, I think as we grow, you're right. Um, we do attract that tribe. But I think it's also interesting because sometimes people start on this kind of spiritual awakening and they find a tribe of people and they're like, this is my tribe. And then they vibe up and out through that tribe, right. but they don't want to leave it because they're like, oh no, this was my first tribe. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't leave it. Uh, and then your own healing and your own progress seems to get stymied by being stuck in that particular tribe. Um, so I think a lot of these little cutesy catchphrases that we have in the spiritual community really need to go away. <laughs> you know, like you can't say love and light and then let the air out of somebody's tires, you know? Um, and yet that's what a lot of quote unquote spiritual people are doing in effect. Um, and so True. it, I mean, it gets dysfunctional quick, but I, I think as long as each one of us gets to a place every day where we can look ourselves in the mirror and say, I've done the best I can do. I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to do the right things. I mean, if you can do that, I think you're all right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, what did Gandhi say? Be the change you want to see in the world. That's exactly if everybody just woke up and, and just, you know, I mean, well, you kind of want to them all to be like in the good mindset, but, um, <laughs> you know, be that change just show the world like it can be a great place it's just this world is really scary it really is it, i mean to me it is i i look and i'm like wow look at we're we're fighting each other over the stupidest things it's true yeah yeah and i and think like why yeah. Well, I think we've had um, uh, several layers of generations being incarnated now that are vibing higher. So we have more psychic kids. We have more intuitive kids. We have more mediumistic kids right. than I think we've had in probably hundreds of thousands of years on this planet. I would have to agree with that. Yes. Yeah. But it feels like there's this whole new breed of human being born right now that won't discount the spiritual and, and won't just follow in the paradigm just because it's there. Um, and it feels like we're trying to make a big shift, you know, globally. So fingers crossed. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with that. A, a, a girlfriend of mine, she has a daughter and I want to say she's four, four or five. And um, recently I was hanging out with her and her daughter comes in, she goes, mom, my energies are off. And I was like, I looked at her oh, and I was wow. like, Oh my God. I love her. I, can I adopt her right now? Like she's yeah, so cute. That's and awesome. This is the language of these, th this younger generation. My energies are off. How does she know that? Like how, how intuitive when I was four or five, I'm not even sure I knew 
Yeah, I, exactly. I, me too. <laughs> be like my energies are off, mom. I just, I think I need a break or something. I'm going to go in my room. Like right. to know you need that break, how intuitive and at four or five years old, that's crazy to me. So, right. And to be knowing that you need like quiet time, like yeah. what four or five year old, do you know that like, oh, I need a time out, you know, it comes out like as a tantrum, you know, but right. it's, you know, they get tired, they get cranky that, you know, right. but she, oh, my energies are off. I'm going to go upstairs. And, and she did, she did her thing. She just went in yeah. her room. I'm like, okay. I mean, it, 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 she's also a girl, so that means she's awesome. Um, I don't know if a boy, a four-year-old boy would have reacted the same, but you know, I, 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 there's potential, right? So <laughs> there is, you're right. I love that bumper sticker that says, sometimes my alone time is for your protection. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That is good. Awesome. Um, so where are you ladies from? Massachusetts Massachusetts yes. right yeah so like everyone thinks oh Massachusetts we're all from Boston we're not we're not uh, opposite end we're from western Massachusetts so like the Springfield ish area um okay. so that part yeah yeah we That's don't right. have the accents yeah we don't have the, the accent doesn't hit until you get uh, about towards an hour. Worcester yeah you gotta get about an hour and a half east of us before you hit the the accent yeah oh, okay you have the attitude just not the accent and the Duncan. Duncan. That works. Yeah. Oh wow. How's the weather there? Is it good? Yeah, I mean right. it's been nice lately. It's been warm and, and dry the last several days. So that's always good. Get outside, get some fun. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. Not, you never know what the weather is going to be. It's uh supposed to be sunny and then all of a sudden you have like a snowstorm. So it's weird. But yeah, welcome yeah. to New England. <laughs> I'm in Florida, so you guys okay. are looking at me. I went on a boat yesterday and I feel like a lobster like I literally fried and I'm like oh my god these poor ladies are going to be looking at me like I am literally they're, they're going to be thinking what did this girl do to herself but I you you know when you're in and out of the water or whatever you forget to reapply and I'm like yeah. I literally fried, fried. I'm like, oh my God. So like, I have to be careful how I'm sitting because it literally hurts. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you tried so, aloe and or Oh, tea? I did like, like mm -hmm. seven layers of aloe yesterday and I keep my aloe in the fridge. So it feels so good. I mean, my skin was like to touch. It was like boiling. And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the camera lens or whatever, but it looks really tan from this. Yeah, end. it looks like yeah. you're so just you tan. Look, you look like you just came from and an then awesome we look, vacation. You know, we look like we're uh, pacey ghosts. Yeah, I look really Okay, really I'm good. Yeah, you guys are really, I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, look at their beautiful skin and mine. I'm like, oh my God. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh no, my skin's not pretty. Oh <laughs> yes, you guys do. Um, but um yeah, so tell me, I mean, do you guys have your own stories of what brought you together? Um yep. sure. Yeah. Do you mind sharing? Um, my, my, uh, deceased husband had just passed away and it was an abusive codependent relationship. So I didn't know what to do with myself because I was used to him telling me what to do. And I was already sensitive because my kids, my, both my kids were, and I was helping them. So I had went completely numb once he died and I couldn't sense like my guides anymore or my, um, loved ones and stuff in spirit. So I found Kathleen like a two months later after he passed and she gave me a reading and told me to take classes. So that's how I met oh, Kathleen and I started taking beautiful. classes. That's beautiful. Well, yeah, so um, for me, I was um, a mediumistic kid and didn't realize that <clears throat> all the people that were just always in the house and always in the room with me, no one else was seeing. So when I went to like nursery school, there were like 20 kids in my class, but there were like 300 people in the room. And I am by nature an introvert. So like that many people was just tra traumatic for me. 
uh, and then I went to parochial school and was talking to all the nuns, you know, deceased parents and whatnot, and was getting beaten with the yardstick regularly. So, um, you know, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that what my experience was, wasn't quote unquote typical. Um, but then in third grade, I lost my father's parents. <clears throat> and when uh, I talked to the priest about it, he told me that I was going to burn in hell forever. Uh, so I needed to close down my mediumistic abilities. And that sent me into like a full on nervous breakdown where I had like an ulcer and I had to be shipped out of state to live with family for a summer uh, because I just was so afraid that I was going to go to hell and burn for all eternity. So it took me a few years to really close it all down. But once I did, I threw myself into my Catholicism. So I was teaching CCD. I was a lector by the time I was in fourth grade. Um, you know, I became a Eucharistic minister. I was doing youth retreats. I was doing youth counseling. I was doing personal witnessing, which is standing up and talking about how God has saved you. Um, all of which is, you know, true, but, uh, but it was with the very Catholic slant. And that went through into my early 20s ended up in an abusive marriage. And um, when I got out of that, I was a single mom and threw myself back into my Catholicism. And then the soul just kept nudging at me, like, you're not fulfilled, you're not fulfilled, you're not fulfilled. And so I said, well, when was the last time I was fulfilled? And I went back to like third grade and it was like, hey, remember when I used to talk to all those other people that no one else could see, how do I do that again? So, um, you know, started to pursue that. And then once I got into that community, started to grow and learn with other tutors and mentors from the UK, and uh, then started to try and bring some of that here to Western Mass to create kind of a community where we're really high vibing. We don't just say love and light and then, you know, stab you in the back. So, right. you know, trying right. to, not, not that everybody in Western Mass is like that. I certainly don't want to put out any kind of like slander, uh, but just wanted to make sure that the community that I was surrounding myself with was going to be really good intention people. Um, and so I, I had the honor of meeting with Kim kind of early on. And as Kim started to develop and grow, she had all kinds of things she wanted to be offering. So then we kind of teamed up to try and do things at local wellness centers together. I'm a big one for let's do it together. Let's not just be me versus you. Let's be me and you. Mm -hmm. So oh. Kim and I were trying to bring our programs to different wellness centers and they all just keep, <laughs> they kept closing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'd get our foot in the door and then the owner would be like, well, it's just not sustainable. I'm closing. Um, and so that led me to work at a location I wouldn't normally be in. And Sylvia walked through the door mm -hmm. as a student. Now, mind you, before <laughs> we met Sylvia, um, people, we, and me and Kath Kathleen and I would do like events and things like that together. And people would be like, oh, you guys should be stand up comedians doing mediumship. I'm like, I don't think that would work. Um, let me just talk to your dead grandma. You're crying and then crack a joke. I don't, I don't see how that would work in it yet. So. We were trying to figure out what we could do with our jokiness together. Right. And then in walks Sylvia. And then in walks Sylvia, <laughs> yes. who has, uh, you know, childhood trauma, um, had a, 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 a boyfriend in high school who absolutely beat the crap out of her, um, uh, abuse in every which way you can think, and um, survived that. Uh, and when I say survived, like quite literally, I, yes. I would not be here sitting in front of you and, and speaking to you if I hadn't gotten out when I did. Um, and I had a trauma, a, a lot of trauma from that PTSD. Um, and this is where my anxiety and my depression come from. And um, as I continued into my 20s, I got I jumped right into uh, another relationship that was um, a really long relationship. I ended up marrying this gentleman. And um he wasn't that great either. Um, <laughs> and then uh, married at 26, divorced at 29. So that's cool. And then um, it, my life continued. I then I met my now husband, who is the absolute best person oh, ever yes. in the world. Hands down. Love him. He's just the best. And he I is. know how lucky I am to have him in my life. But when I met him is when my spiritual journey started. Um, I mean, I always, oh, I was always into metaphysical things. I was always drawn to um, psychics and, and mediums and, and just, just, I always knew I was different than other people. 
Um, I, I knew that I was super sensitive and I could literally feel when my dad wasn't well, or if we were in class, I could feel the anxiety from the kid behind me when we were about to take a test. Like I knew that I was different, but I, I never, you know, I also grew up um, in the Catholic church and, and um, I'm Portuguese. So like, we're really Catholic. Like you, you go to church every Sunday. Like my, my grandmother prayed, uh, she um, prayed the rosary at least five times a day. She had it recorded, um, you know, and she would just sit there and she would pray the rosary. So that's how I was brought up. And so all of this woo woo stuff was not acceptable. Um, it, you know, you, you, all of it is, is a, it's a no. Um, so I didn't know how to express any of it. I didn't know how to flex those abilities and, and tune into my sensitivities. And um, I got more into it when I was finally with someone that was like, you should look into it. Why not? You know, who supported me. And um, I did. And I became certified in Reiki. And um, I that that's where my journey starts. Um, I really started once I had clients um, on the table and that's when things really opened up for me. And I wanted to dive further into all of these things. And I started taking different classes. I took a bunch of workshops and <clears throat> I decided I wanted to work more on my psychic and mediumistic abilities. And that's when I met Kathleen and I saw that she had a uh, psychic development class um, in town and I decided to go and I fell in love. I was like, this, this is, this is my tribe. And, um, then I started attending a, um, mediumship development class that Kathleen had. And, um, that's where I met Kim. And I remember seeing Kim like on social media and stuff. So when she first walked through, um, the door, I was like, oh, there's a famous person here. I was like, oh my gosh. So I was starstruck by Kim and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm like being quiet because I'm like, oh, there's a celebrity in my office. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you know, all nervous. That's and they start joking around and laughing. I was like, oh, they're just, they're just like chill. You know, they start joking around and I'm like, you guys are really funny. You guys should have a podcast. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we've been told that, you know, we partner up really well together and we should do something and da da da. And I was like, yeah, you should. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, not even, um, they approached me like, hey, we, we really are going to start a podcast. Would you like to join? So that's how we got together. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Oh, you ladies have been walked the road, but you have to walk the road to be where you're at. So, you know, right. Yeah. If you haven't gone through it, I mean, you yeah. aren't necessarily going to attract people who need that assistance. Right. Right. And I trust me. I know like it took me a really long time to even talk about some of the things that happened to me just because it was so shamed and stuff like that. And when I first started this podcast, funny story, I quit. I like started it and then I quit after uh, like six, seven episodes. And um, I was like, I don't know. I, maybe this just isn't for me, you know, I, I, I just didn't know. And I was, I was learning how to speak my truth, but I was so scared. Like in the beginning of my podcast, you can hear my voice was shaky and things like that. Because when you first start talking about things, you're you're still insecure yourself. And it's like, wow, I'm telling the world. And then I kept thinking like, oh my God, there's going to be people listening to this and then I'm going to be judged. And then, you know, what are people I work with? Listen to this, you know, like there was just so many things in the, and that, that little voice, you know, just overpowers. It's just like this, you know, it's not a little voice. It becomes big. And, um, I read this, I don't know, I, the weirdest thing happened is I was just like going through social media and um, this article just caught my attention and I'm like, what? And I, and I click on it and I never click on any of those stupid articles. Um, but it was about the typical podcaster quits after um seven episodes so I went back oh. and I looked and I was like seven episodes I'm part of that like you know 
typical. And I was like, oh, hell no. I don't, you know, and then like, it was me battling myself, which was stupid. I'm just like stubborn. So I'm just like, oh, I am not going to be that person. So um, I came back and it was funny because I like did this welcome back. Um, you know, I'm back, blah, blah, blah. I explained, you know, what I was going through. I had more listeners on that episode than I had combined on the last seven. And I was like, what? And then I just kept making it. And it was like, it was like they just kept coming in and I was like, okay. And then it like kind of gave me, you know, when you get the little hair raising on your arm. Yes. And I'm like, I'm supposed to do this. Okay. And so then that's when I like really listened. And I was like, no, Julie, you're supposed to do this. This is, you are supposed to be sharing a message. And so um, I, like me, I question myself, what is the message? What message am I supposed to be sharing? Is it my story? But then like, as I really learned how to listen to myself, um, because so many things go through your head and you don't know if you're battling, you know, your stupid brain or your list. Well, that's how I am. I didn't know if I was battling my brain or I was like intuitively like having something say, yeah, this is what you should do or whatever. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I think I'm supposed to share, you know, many people's stories and let people know that this this is okay that, you know, it is okay to feel, it is okay to work through, it is okay to, you know, heal and all of that. So, um, so that was like, when I got that message and I'm like, I started turning and I didn't know anything about interviewing. I didn't even know anything about Zoom. Like I am like computer illiterate. And I'm like, I knew nothing. And I was just like, you want me to do what? And so I just continued to listen and I'm like, how do I know who to bring on? I don't understand. And it's funny because you like, as I scroll through, I literally get a feeling like, no, stop. That's, you know, like reach out, reach out. And so if I'm drawn like two or three times to like your page or somebody else's page. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm being drawn here for a reason. And I literally like reach That's when I like, if it's like three, four times, I keep, they keep showing me like, go to this. Mm-hmm. I know, okay, I'm supposed to bring them up. I don't know why I'm supposed to bring you on. Do you have a story? Do you have, like, mm-hmm. I never know any of that. So my interviews are actually funny because like I go in so like open-minded and open, like I hold the space and I put the platform out for everybody. But um, sometimes it's like very interactive. Other times it's like, I'm just really need to hear your story. And so it's more like them just sharing, you know, a horrific abuse or whatever and the steps they took and everything else. Um, so it's just been a weird trip. Totally, totally awesome trip though. Like I, I keep telling, I came from a very abusive childhood, um, ran away and got into a super... <laughs> My boss at the time is the one I dated. Horrible decision, 100%. I mean, I was 17. What was I thinking? Um, and that turned into very abusive of all sorts. Um, and then I, when I was like 42, I left, which he told me, oh, you're never going to leave. You're never... I mean, he controlled everything. I had no money. I had no nothing. I didn't even know what a bank account was. I didn't know how, like, I knew nothing of how to support myself. I literally might as well have been like a kid because I didn't know anything. How do I pay my bills? How do I, like, I didn't, he just did everything. I had to turn my check over to him. Like everything was just, so I was scared. It was like probably the, the strongest, I never felt better once I did it, but 
it was the scariest thing I've ever done. And I had three kids at the time. So, you know, there was a lot of growing up real quick. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, hello world, you know, bring it on. And so once I realized I could tackle that, I kind of felt like my own little superpower like happened. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm the bitch, you know, like I just thought I was the thing, you know? I was like, yeah, you know, I had this like new confidence and um, I met my now fiance um, who is so loving and caring. I mean, he's spiritual, but not like me. Um, but he holds space for me. And I have never like, I had a lot to heal through. And the amount of patience this man has is like beyond amazing. And I'm like, wow, like there's people out here that actually like, and I am grateful for him every every day like I'm like oh he I mean he's always part of my gratitude like yes you know like that was the best blessing and I think he was brought into my life to show me that I could heal um so I was like wow and then I just kind of learned from like I started like you know that's what really turned me on to podcasts is like I'm like okay I can I'm um at work I just listen I've just put in my buds and I listen to it as I work, um, drowns out all the, you know, unnecessary gossip and all that. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't need all that. So I just put in and plug in and just, you know, it's like, it's crazy, but I, I totally relate when you were telling your story. I'm like, oh girl, we've had like similar, you know, journeys. I, I get it. It's rough, but I applaud yeah. you too. Like, yeah, I think any of us that have to leave a bad situation, you know, you really do have to go down to the depths of your soul to figure out who am I and how right. do I recreate myself now that I'm not under that oppression. Um, and any of us that have been in those violent relationships, once you leave statistically, that's when it gets even more dangerous. Right. So to have made it through that, it's sort of like, oh yeah, I can figure out anything else from here. But how empowering is it to be able to tell your story, to speak your truth, and not only have people receive it, but then find out that by telling your story and living your truth, you're inspiring them to do the same. It's, yes. it's really cool. It's so oh, powerful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt powerful. So I wanted to spread that power. Like, I just thought it was like a superhero power. I'm like, you guys are like, you need to know this. Like, This is amazing. So that's why I always tell, you know, cause to me, it was like, once I learned how to conquer my fear, cause I lived in fear, like all the time. I was always in flight or flight, you know, like, um, I, I, live terrified, honestly. And um, when I learned that I could be strong and that it really, you know, it felt like a superhero. And I'm like, people need to know this. Like, I don't think the world knows this because I would have known it by now. Like, I, like this is not a, this is not a known thing. Like, so I was like, there's so many people that I knew and friends that, that struggle. And you could tell they, they live in their silence, you know? And I'm like, no, no, you don't have to be silent anymore, hon. You, you, you can voice it, feel through it and heal. Like that's literally just, you could do that. It's, it's a real thing. So when I learned that, I just wanted, like, I felt like a little kid that just wanted to like, yay, everybody and more for you and more for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a you get a layer here healed. Yeah. You get a layer. <laughs> I was playing Oprah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, and that's awesome that you you feel so empowered by your story that you want to further help other people and and women specifically. You know, I you, I know you have that ten percent that are men and they they're listening in now and we appreciate yeah. you men. But um, um, and if any of you are forty plus single, hit a girl up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always looking oh so is Kim yeah 
different age groups, but we're looking. <laughs> and they're all beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, kudos to you for, for taking your story and not only healing yourself and, and appreciating your healing journey, but turning it around and, and trying to help other people too, who are open and willing to also change. Cause that's also yeah. really key too. Um, right. you, know, you can see someone in a really crappy situation and they could be perfectly content with it and not want the, the change. So mm -hmm. those, those right. situations get super frustrating for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, good for you for, for being a voice for people, for, allowing um people to to recognize like hey you know what i'm pretty sure i'm just as powerful as she is i can get out of the situation too and and just giving them that power so good for you yeah yeah uh -huh. and i think that's when, the, that's when the physical healing has to start because right. like you i was in fight or flight for so long that my adrenal glands became completely depleted and i was diagnosed with hypothyroidism um, and, you know, let, let the games begin with Western medicine, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to deal with, you know, what so many of us traumatized women have been living with for decades, you know, the fibromyalgia, the Hashimoto's, you know, you just, all of a sudden there's all of these names now for the health issues that so many yes. of us have, have currently because of the abuse we've endured previously. Um, and so then comes the rise of all the Eastern medicines blending with the West the Reiki's, the CST, the cranial sacral, the, the IET, like all of those things. So I think, you know, there are options for those listeners out there that are just beginning their journey of healing, you know, speak your truth, find your tribe, find that safe place to be you, and then start looking into the medical field for what kinds of therapies there might be to get you over that hump too. Because I mean, man, when it comes crashing down, when you walk out of that abusive situation, it is like you know, the world, like nothing looks right anymore. You can't feel right. You, you can't get out of bed. I mean, I was in bed for like a week. I literally couldn't stand up. Yeah. And it's how do you do that as a single mom, right? You know, but right. welcome, <laughs> welcome to post-traumatic, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you, you can get to the other side of it. You can find amazing people like we've got, you know, sitting in front of me here today. You can find people to laugh with and who really love you and really encourage you. It does exist. Yes. So, you know, Julie, thank you for talking about your partner because you and Sylvia are really what Kim and I aspire to is finding those healed, awakened, you know, kind men right. um, and kind of rewriting what our histories have been in relationships. Yeah. They're out and there. I, I know you mentioned earlier, you were like, oh, he's, you know, on my, I, I'm grateful for him every day. You know, you, you mentioned that he, he, he's on your grateful list and I'm, I'm in the same boat because I never, with all of the negative experiences that I've had with men in my life, um, I never thought I'd be able to find anybody. Um, I was, I just, I thought I was just going to settle. I was just going to settle for someone else. And then, um, you know, hopefully they too didn't uh, abuse me um, in, in any way. And I was just, that's how my life was just going to be. And then I, I, I met my husband and I was just very, very grateful. Um, and like you said before, just holding that space for us to figure our shit out. So yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's why when you were telling your story, I'm like, oh girl, I have like a total similar story. It's, it's crazy. Um, but and there's a lot of us ladies that have similar stories. So, I mean, every yeah. single one of us yes. is, yeah. is yeah. on this call right now. We, we have had, we've had awful experiences and, mm -hmm. and Hey, we're here and we're, we're now speaking our truths mm -hmm. and um, you know, hopefully our truths resonate with somebody and give them the, the confidence and the power to, to get out of whatever situation they're in. So, yeah, I mean, I, and if any of your listeners are, are listening in right now, if, if this is you do your thing, you know, find your voice and, and, save yourself. <laughs> yeah. Save yourself. And if you feel like shining your light when you're, you know, and that's, I figured, you know, this is my journey. And when I tell them, I also tell them when I fall, like I have podcasts that, you know, like, wow, you know, didn't, you know, we all fall on our journey. I mean, there's, we're not perfect. 
Um, and so, <laughs> so I let them know it's okay. You know, if, if you stumble along this path, you know, it happens. Um, so just pick yourself back up, you know, wipe it off and be like, you know, you're chill because we can't make it sound like, oh, once you find this, this is, you know, the golden rainbow just appears in your, you know, that, that isn't, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of everyday practice. It's, you know, it becomes a thing and it's, it's a lifestyle. It um, is for sure. And, and that's why, and I think we had an episode on it, um, talking about the, the love and light, um, blah, blah, yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing, you know, I, I, I get it like, and, and love and light is beautiful. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyone it's who's not reality. it's not reality yeah, like right. and, and i think right. that's what we pride ourselves on is the fact that yes we're spiritual folks and um and we say the f word and we say the f word <laughs> exactly. and i i mean me personally <laughs> i say it a lot i have me to too. like hold hold myself back on the podcast Same. sometimes because you know i don't Kim, hold... you don't hold yourself back Kim. who yeah. are you kidding usually when i click <laughs> it, <it's laughs> <of> you. <laughs> you exclusive content because of kids. come on but you know it's 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 love and light. That's fine in a, in a perfect world, but we don't live in a perfect world and not okay. everything is love and light. And there has not been a single day of my journey that has been love and light. Um, even on some of my best feel good days, something has gone wrong, you mm -hmm. know? So, and, and that's where the growth is. The growth is in the, those. Experiences. Yep. So, um, yeah. So that the whole love and light thing is not really one of my things. Uh, more often than not, it, I always feel like, my life is falling apart and um, I feel like especially lately oh the retrograde is killing the retrograde has been crazy yet. oh my gosh um, and I've just oh, been saying more my soul is tired mm -hmm. and yes. I have a lot of my soul is tired days mm -hmm. I just you know it's those days of you can't get out of your own way mm -hmm. you can't get out of bed you just have no motivation for anything and that's that's healing like that's where the healing work can begin that's where it sits that's where there's stuff within those feelings of not wanting to get out of bed or not wanting to move or be motivated that's where the healing exists so when you have those days that's an opportunity to work on something mm -hmm. so right. you know we you you get through it nothing about that is love and light so mm. um no yeah. and it, if if you're one of those love and light people then you have no boundaries and you have to have boundaries yeah 100 mm percent. -hmm. i agree I'm, I'm not gonna let somebody treat me like crap <clears throat> just because of love and light but you keep coming back to our recording sessions anyway <laughs> <laughs> you brat as a spiritual person that's an opportunity for you to look at how are you handling it differently now you know, now that you've got new tools, now that you've got new mindset, now that you've got new coping strategies, you know, I just went through something in the last couple of weeks where I felt like my whole world was falling apart. I felt like my life was a bad country song. Mm. And I really just wanted to crawl into a, a, I don't know, sleeping bag and hide for a few days, but I couldn't. And then it was like, well, how do I deal with this? How do I handle it? And, you know, the way that I chose to do it was so evolved and so much further along than I would have given myself credit for. And I thought, well, maybe that's the lesson in this is to see very clearly how different I am today than the person I was, you know, as a, a battered wife, the person I was as a, a child of an alcoholic who was abusive. You know, maybe the difference is how do I handle things today right. that are different or better or healthier than the old me? And I think those days are hard, but I think as we can look at our successes and as we can say, I'm all right, you know, I don't have to believe everything my mind tells me, um, but I, I'm all right. And then we keep going, right? right? And I think that's where the strength is in so many of us is we just keep going. For sure. And that's where um, you had mentioned, um, oh gosh, I just had like a, a brain fart here. You had mentioned, uh, it's a lifestyle, right? And yes. it's true. Once you start this journey, you're not, you're not just like, oh, I'm healed. I'm working through all my stuff and I'm, I have arrived. Yeah. And I, you've arrived to healing and, and now, now you live in love and light. No, because around the corner is something. Yeah. Yeah. A new lesson you got to learn. 
new layer that you have to peel back and heal. And, you know, so it is, it's an everyday commitment, not to healing, not to, you know, learning what tarot cards are. It's that's, it's a commitment to you right. and, and waking up every morning and committing to you. That's, that's where, that's where the evolution is. That's where the growth oh, is. Oh, I could not have said that any better. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> okay, ladies, I'm going to ask you like, maybe like 10 questions. It's all like self-healing questions, but um, it's kind of on the spot. So um, what is the greatest lesson you've ever learned? Oh, Greatest lesson. I need to love myself more. Oh, self-love. I like that. I'd say trust my gut. My gut is very rarely wrong, but often my my human mind will override it with you should do this or you shouldn't do that. That's the whole protective yeah. thing. I'll say my biggest lesson is um, understanding how powerful I actually am. Oh, girl. Oh, okay. Mine was forgiveness. Nice. Hmm. It was hard for me because as you heal and you're in that beginning stage or whatever, it was the hardest thing to just give love to people that hurt you and truly give it and be a hundred percent authentic. Like, so the forgiveness journey was I would have to say that was one of the hardest lessons I had to, to truly forgive. Mm. Yeah. That one was the the hardest one. Um, What are you learning now? How to date. (laughs) 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 Okay. I'll take that. I don't know. We'll give you a serious answer in a second. Hold on. Go ahead, ladies. Okay. Um, What am I learning now? I guess what I'm learning now is patience. Oh. Okay. That's what I'm learning too. Good. Mm. Yeah. I'm very, patience is for me. I'm a very, I don't know. I talk, I, yeah, to, for me to stop and slow down, it's hard for me. I'm going to go. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm an Aquarius rising. So I, I was like, we have a, a few similar. We have, yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I can totally say I'm like, we have a lot, like <laughs> kind of lines up. That's funny. Um, okay. This one's, a, this one's a good one. I kind of like it, but how has failure shaped your life? Mm. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, it I made me who I am. Yeah. Thank you. Good, good answer. That was a beautiful answer. If you fail, like, take it away, Kim. You, you gotta, the first person who built like some car or whatever, right? I'm mm-hmm. not probably ain't saying this right, but what else is new? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. Tell it. He, tell like it, the, the wheel, like wasn't invented in one day. Like it took right. time to make yeah. that. Like, right. um, failures could have happened before and that's with anything that's made Mm -hmm. right and you just fail better each time you try right so it's it's about picking yourself back up and Mm -hmm. and you keep going and you try again and Mm -hmm. and keep doing it until you're happy with the result is it going to be perfect every time no but yeah. yeah and I think those of us that grew up in abusive situations have such a morbid fear of failure right that as an adult once you realize you can fail and laugh about it and move on it really takes so much of that stress and pressure off like oh well I failed you know mm-hmm. it, it goes from one end of the pendulum to or one end of the spectrum of, there it is thank you yep. one end of the spectrum to the other of being you know, morbidly afraid of failure to relishing in it. Like, okay, well I failed, but it's a cute little paint and sip. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) How I I address it to my listeners, because, you know, I think failure is like a teacher, but if you think about it, I make them think about it. Like as a baby, we don't come out of the womb and say, oh, I can walk. How many times do we fall or try to climb a chair? You know, we just hang on there and do, you know, until we actually get it. I mean, they'll walk and they'll fall, get back up, 
they'll walk and they'll fall, you know, or it's the same, everything. Right. It's the same That's why thing. I'm a crutch right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we all learn it. So it's like a teacher. That's how I look at it. Um, okay. Who do you know that I should know? Gary McKinstry is my mentor. Okay. I love okay. him. Mavis Patilla, she's an amazing medium from the UK. Okay. Uh, she's got a couple of books out there that have been written about her philosophy. And her philosophy is that love like life can never die. And it's just a really beautiful mindset to get into that, you know, we don't have to put pressure on ourselves to do everything before we die because there's more, you know? Yes, I agree. I would um, be, can you like hook me up with a contact? Sure. With that one? Yeah. Okay, good. I would love that. Um, what have you read that I should read? The Four Agreements. I, oh my God, I was just ah! going to say that. <laughs> Jinx. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I haven't run in a while, so I, I don't have an answer. She's okay. on Tinder, though, but she's got some profiles to hook you up with. <laughs> How can I add value to you three ladies? Well, I think you already have yeah. in a lot of ways. I right. think what we've talked about today really does add value to, to just see that there is this beautiful community beyond our little recording studio. Right. Kind of all doing the same stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree. But if you come up with a different answer, just let me know. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So what has helped you the most on your healing journey? Hmm. What oh. has helped me the most? Community. You know, having, people, having people to validate what I've been through and that I'm not crazy and that there are hard days. You know, I think sometimes we step into this, uh, spiritual level where you think based on what's out there for marketing that everything should be happy and you should never have a hard day. Uh, but then being able to call these two and say like, oh my gosh, my life's falling apart. And they're right. like, me too. Right. Um, I think that's huge. <laughs> and I think having online communities can be really empowering too. So, you know, when you start looking at, you know, some of the hashtags that really tie people together and you don't think that there's any connection between people, but seeing that community existing locally, but then nationally and internationally, I think it really starts to make you feel accepted and powerful. Oh, good. That was a really good answer. And you're the first, I've interviewed a lot of people. That's the first time I heard community on that. That's amazing. I love that answer. Well, I mean, really, Julie, the foundation of Wicked Spiritual is community. Right. I mean, we, we found each other organically through our community of soul seekers. And so it's really where we start and it's where we're looking to really empower people and build. So it's kind of like the focus for us without necessarily being stated. Maybe we should write up a business plan, ladies. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. <laughs> okay, this next one's pretty good. What would you ladies consider the first step to opening your heart? To be? you know when that happens. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm like, you have to have an open heart. I know. So I'd say forgiveness. I think first we have to forgive ourselves. Yeah. Definitely. I think a lot of times traumatized people are putting a lot of the blame on themselves. And I think that's where that shame comes from. So I, in my <clears> opinion, <throat> I think the first step for me was finding forgiveness for the little girl version of me who didn't fight back enough, who didn't run away far enough who didn't you know we put all the blame on ourselves so for me i'd say it's self-forgiveness and then learning how to forgive those bad actors in your life we're not going to forget we're not going to erase what they did but we have to find forgiveness in order to find peace in my opinion and i feel like that coincides with what i would have said is boundaries Ooh, girl mm, yeah because mm -hmm. i feel like boundaries are are kind of everything um I feel like you can't, you can't open your heart. Your heart. Like you can't be a traumatized person, open your heart without right. having some boundaries to make sure that nothing bad happens again. So that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Okay, now this next one, I can't wait to hear. Okay, so if, if you had an opportunity to create a billboard that would say anything and the entire world would see it, what would it say? Now accepting applications for a life partner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our listeners have not heard that before. <laughs> oh, no, but seriously, go ahead, Kim. Oh, do no harm, take no shit. Oh, that's Ooh, good. That is that's good. my philosophy. Okay, do no harm, take. I like okay. that. That kind of so, sums up yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think mine would be, I see you. Ooh. Okay. I like yeah. that one too. Those I are great. Need to be recognized. Yeah. I, I think we, a lot of us walk around with our individual stories and we're just like, what are we doing? You know, like right. this is all for nothing. No, I see you. Yeah. Like it's not for nothing. So yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. You just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, that's beautiful. Yay. Um, ladies, that's all I have for you today, but, um, I've enjoyed this podcast. It's amazing. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to meet you. You three have the best chemistry. Thank you. Yeah. You three have such a great like chemistry going on. It's great. Um, but thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I've, um, I've learned a lot from y'all. Um, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of pimp yourselves out and, you know, just say, hey, this is where you can reach us. This is my podcast. Go yeah. ahead and. and um, all right. Go yeah, ahead. Still big pimping. We're, we're on. Uh, <laughs> I like to pimp us out. Um, <laughs> hey. We are on social hey. media. Uh, we're on Facebook and on Instagram, um, on IG. Our handle is wicked underscore spiritual. And um, on Facebook, it's wicked, wicked spiritual. And we, you can email us at wicked spiritual at gmail.com. And we are on all listening platforms. So if you just type in wicked spiritual, the podcast, we are, we're there listening. I think we have 40, 45, 46 episodes uploaded. We talk about all sorts of different spiritual, metaphysical stuff. And, we, and we're pretty silly and irreverent. So yes. it's not like it's pious. You have to bless yourself kind of listening. Yeah. Sometimes we're perverted. Um, <gasps> sometimes sometimes we're swearing. You're funny. I mean, guys, if you guys are what? listening, you, you literally me. just need to tune in. And if you have not listened, just go listen to one episode. They'll totally hook you. It's amazing. Okay. But Julie, can we just be real? Because episode one, we didn't know what we didn't know about audio. So episode yes. one is rough <laughs> it's on rough. the audio. But if you can get through it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. As it goes. Yeah. We lighten up a little bit. You know, like you said, the, you know, your first few episodes, your voice was shaking. shaking. And yeah. you're just like, what am I doing? We were yeah. in similar, yeah. similar, S- similar. We, we were like, we don't know what we're doing right now. And yeah, yeah. we have no idea. Yeah, and it no. was the middle of the pandemic. We started yeah. in the middle. Oh, of the same. We didn't yeah. have any. So, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's crazy. Love to get some new followers, and you know, if your mm-hmm. listeners start following us, and if they have suggestions for topics they want to hear about, mm-hmm. um, you know, all they have to do is email us, and we take that so very seriously. We we love yeah. to, to chat about the topics that our listeners um, tell mm-hmm. us about and are wondering about. So yeah, or yeah. write in with questions. We'll be questions happy to answer too. Them. Yeah, please. We love questions. And if you double dog dare us, we really can't turn it down. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. I may hold you off to that. I'm like, oh, a good one. <laughs> There's a video of it. Um, you ladies have been just a, a joy to talk to. Honestly, you guys have a beautiful chemistry. So I know my listeners will love this too. And I just hope that they do follow because you guys are just you're comical, obviously, um, but you are also very spiritual and very, I mean, you can, you can have your serious moments. So um, Absolutely. I, I just love what you bring to the table. It, 
it's so beautiful. So thank well, you thank very you so much. And thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. we enjoyed this. You're awesome. You got good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies, I'm going to say goodbye to you, but um, this has just been a blessed day. So thank you so much for for sharing everything you had and sharing your stories and and just being as raw as you were. Thank you. I I appreciate that. And my listeners appreciate it because once they start learning, it's okay. It's okay. So, right. you know, and the more people we can get to say it's okay, that's, that's more people that are awakening or learning or healing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Any type of pain we can take away from them is all good for me. Absolutely. So, all right, guys, it's been great. Maybe we'll do this again. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.